Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and player, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is For the Queen. How are you doing, my darling? I am okay. It is fall. Yes, it is the best of seasons. Or the worst of seasons. No, the best. All the trees are beautiful. It's nice and cold. It's really wet. It's not the worst season, but it is the second worst season for all those same reasons. <laughs> it gets darker sooner. It's There's no hope. It's just cold. <laughs> It's just cold and getting colder. I love how I love the I love the gray because it's like this beautiful like gray backdrop upon which we have these these wonderful reds and orange paintings that last for like two hours and then they fall off the tree. Yeah, Dinah, they're ephemeral. That's what adds to their beauty. No, listen, I have said it for many a year. You would leave me for Scotland if you could leave me for a country. You would leave me for Scotland. And I think fall is as close to Scotland as you're going to get, <laughs> which I think is why you like it so much. Scotland is the fall of places. Yes, Scotland is the fall of places. And I think this this season is as close as you get, which is why you like it so much. That's my theory. Yeah, there was for a long time. I don't know. I feel like it's been it's Jesus. How long has it been since I was in Scotland last? Uh, six Seven, years. Six, yeah. Oh no, that's so long ago. Oh no. Do you know how long it's been since I went to Scotland? Twelve. Do you know how long it's been since most people have been to Scotland? Zero. Or Never. Infinite. Their age. Their age. Their age. That's more appropriate. That's the better answer. Why did you start this podcast bumming me out? I Diana? wasn't trying to bum you out. You <laughs> said it's fall, and uh, like well, there was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to go with that. You started it. You started. You're the one who said it was fall. You said it was. Oh, I did say it was fall. <laughs> that was me. But okay. So plus side, this is going to anger a lot of people. But plus oh my side, god, yes, please anger our listeners. Well, listen. Plus side, <laughs> Halloween is over, so Christmas decorations are out. Oh my god, no! Why would you do this? And Why are you trying I, to bum me out I, so bad? Listen, I like celebrating Thanksgiving. That's important. No, it's but not. It's, shut up. Yes, it is. But it's nice. To see all the different Christmas trees that I could buy that I won't buy because that's a waste of money. Or, like, the the decorations that can go on your lawn and raise your electricity for the month. Like, I just think that they're fun. They're just fun little little things to walk around and see. November? But not before Halloween. After Halloween. November is, like, my third favorite month. But all of the cultural stuff going on in November, like Thanksgiving, and also for some godforsaken reason Christmas makes me want to tear my eyeballs out every November. Which is a shame because like temperature and like environmental wise, it's like my third favorite month. And everybody else makes it shitty. <laughs> for this no offense to everyone who loves Christmas for some reason. Me. Like my wife. I love Christmas. I love the decorations. I love the feeling you have. Christmas and Christmas Day are always a disappointment. Like, they just are. They're just full of obligation and no fun and wrap and like waste. You're opening presents and then the wrapping paper gets thrown away or you don't have presents and it's just sad and it's like, no. 
But the feeling before it, listening to Christmas music and looking at the all the pretty music. lights. First of all, shut up. First of all, Mariah Carey is the Christmas queen. She's amazing and she, all of her best songs are Christmas and they're fantastic. And I have been listening to Last Christmas on repeat today because it's a great song. It's a sad song, but it's a great song and Wham! killed it. That's insanity. I hope everyone had a wonderful <laughs> Halloween. I hope that you enjoyed our Halloween special. Yes. Uh, the episode before we did our Halloween special, we played For the Queen. And uh, we played kind of just like base game for the Queen. Had a very sad game, as this game tends to go for us. I feel like the first time you play this game, it tends to go sad or dark. And then the second time, now that you've got a feel for it, that's what happened the last time we played this game. Mm. You got a little better. Yeah. Just a little happier sometimes. But uh, a few weeks ago, I had the idea of wanting to really play as Knowles with a Knoll Queen. And I, because I'm always on my Knoll bullshit, and I've been, for work, I wrote a, a, like, a research piece on hyenas that I was super into and made me very happy. I identify strongly with hyenas. Yeah. So this makes sense. Both of you can eat... Whatever we want. Whatever you want. With no consequences. <laughs> but like, I, I don't mean like weight because people will talk about like no consequences with like gaining weight. That's not what I mean. I mean like I could eat rotting zebra carcass and probably be okay. Like, just like my just like my hyena brethren. Like as in you have literally eaten salmonella. I have. La- laden chicken and been yes. fine while everyone else gets sick. Yep. Yep. When I ate your leftovers and you had food poisoning. But then I didn't. The last time I got food poisoning, we had shared the same meal and you were fine. It's not fair. It keeps happening. But uh, I love gnolls. I love hyenas. Um, I love that gnolls have, or hyenas have like this, um, it is an oversimplification to say this, but they have like a matriarchal society with um, almost, essentially hyenas have like a royal family in their clan um, led by a matriarch. Uh, and that's a little bit anthropomorphizing, but actually not that much. It, or not anthropomorphizing personification. It's a little bit of personification, but it's actually not all that much. Uh, and it's really cool. And as I was reading all this stuff, doing all this research for this paper, I was like, man, this would make a good for the queen game. I really want to do this. And I didn't want to wait anymore. Uh, and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do in November. So we're going to do an episode of for the queen and then something else next episode. But I'm very excited. Uh, I apologize for anybody who maybe was like, oh, they just did For the Queen. I hope you still enjoy this because it's a really good game. Uh, this is by Alex Roberts, the designer of Starcrossed. And uh, we've talked too much already. We should probably get to the game. There's no such thing as talking too much, but I agree. Let's get to it. This is For the Queen. you live in has been at war for as long as any of you have been alive. The queen has decided to undertake a long and perilous journey to broker an alliance with a distant power. The queen has chosen all of you and no one else to be her retinue and accompany her on this journey. She chose you because she knows that you love her. The queen trusts you, but no one else in the royal court does. Why? 
Oh, because I am a, I'm from a different clan. I'm really going to pull on all the shit I read about hyenas. I don't know anything about hyenas, so this will be interesting. Um, So I was a vagrant who was kicked out of my clan, and I have not told other members of the clan why. It is, er, it is not known publicly why I left my previous clan, but uh, I came to the queen's clan and asked for work and charity and was given to it or was given it uh, in the form of a job with the queen. No one, no one else in the Royal court trusts me because I am not of our clan. Okay. When was the last time the queen hurt you? I don't know anything about hyenas. I'm prefacing what I'm about to say with that. That's okay. It does. This does not have to be based on hyenas. We can make up null stuff. Should we say what a null is before we go any further? Sure. Uh, Nulls are a classic monster of Dungeons and Dragons uh, fantasy. Uh, they are traditionally hyena people who um, are like evil monsters, worship uh, this god of hunger and chaos or this demon of hunger and chaos. Uh, they were a staple of our long running Dungeon World campaign in which we made them uh, not evil or evil yeah uh because i don't really like any like blanket monster thing so uh that's kind of where we're going these aren't segaranza nulls but they are not dnd nulls either um they're also not hyenas so you can make up anything you want about our original nulls our nulls are different shock and surprise Mm -hmm. okay um when was the last time the queen hurt me I went out with a raiding party to get supplies and food and such, and I was particularly proud of a kill that I brought that I brought down and specifically made to help feed the queen for a feast. Um, and when I brought it back to the clan, she was wholly unimpressed with what I produced. And was much more interested in what the other party members had brought. And her inattention hurt me. It felt intentional. You are considered ugly by almost everyone you meet. How does the queen make you question that perception? The queen has often invited me to sleep in her den. Like her communal den, right? So everyone sleeps in family dens or like group dens uh based on their like social strata or their families and the queen has i think her den that is composed of like royal courtiers and her consorts and very early on when i joined the clan um one of the like nobody trusted me nobody uh people find me unattractive um i think i have some uh, very terrible scarring along my neck and chest and uh and maybe like up to my face as well um it looks like a mauling almost like a massive mauling and i had nowhere to uh sleep when i joined the clan but the queen invited me to sleep in her den with her and her consorts and that is why i've always questioned whether or not i am secretly 
attractive to her. What makes the queen ugly in your eyes? Mm. The queen clearly plays favorites, as she does with the foreigner uh, who just showed up well, and she took into her ranks rude. very quickly. Um, and it seems she doesn't look within her own clan for resources. And that favoritism is ugly. The queen gave you a compliment once. What was it? And why have her words stayed with you? Mm. I think after a hunt, the queen complimented my strategy. We were hunting a herd and one of the larger prey broke off um, and seemed as if it was going to escape. Uh, But I was able to recognize a shortcut to cut it off. And the queen complimented my quick thinking. And her words stayed with me because I have been often valued for my sword, but very rarely for my mind. What do you do to disappoint the queen on this journey? Oh, I insult you. Oh. Like flat out, I insult you. I I clearly don't like you. I don't trust you. Are we falling into the same tropes as we did last time? Probably. I don't trust you. How? Why don't you trust me? You're a foreigner and she took you in so quickly. And you're clearly benefiting from her favoritism, which I believe sometimes clouds her judgment. How do you insult me? I do not believe in you. And so whenever she picks you for something, like for this journey, she picked you, you showed up. And I said, oh, are you here to send us off? I assumed you were not a part Mm. of the party. How did the queen react? How did the queen show her disappointment? How do hyenas, like, generally biting okay that's what i was going to say that i was going to say she like nips me the queen knows something about you that no one else does what is it uh the queen knows why i left my former clan and it is because i killed my matriarch in my former clan is that what the scars are from yeah I think I killed a matriarch and the rest of her royal guard set upon me and left me for dead, but I survived. And the queen knows that I did this. I have many questions. You can ask them if you have... The story story will unfold it. (laughs) Okay. What do you usually do for the royal family? Why does that make you an unlikely choice for this journey? I hunt and raid for the family i um on the surface i don't seem to do much more than my clan duty of hunting and and really hunting and gathering for the for the clan for the royal family and it makes me an unlikely choice because there are many who do that there are many who go out and raid and there are many who go out and hunt but i think i have also benefited from the queen's favoritism And so while I'm an unlikely choice because on the surface, the skills that I have don't seem to lend themselves to a clandestine journey, Mm -hmm. I'm chosen anyway. Do you know why the queen favors you? I have impressed her like previously. Okay. So when I disappointed her, that was the first time in a long time that I had not impressed her with what I'd been able to accomplish on a hunt or on a raid. Mm -hmm. I'm very good at what I do. But it's that's it. That's all I do is I'm I'm I run I hunt I raid I don't I'm not a spy I'm not I don't 
mm-hmm. you know, have secrets really. But I have, from a young age, I've shown a skill at that. And I think I've impressed her with some of the things that I've been able to do okay. previously. What did you bring with you to protect the queen? I think I brought my usual, I'm trying to think if I would bring anything unusual. Uh, I carry a spear and I carry an ax. And those are my tools. Those I'm good at using them. And I certainly brought those. And I also think I might have brought a charm. I think I might have brought a small charm in the form of a uh, like a grass doll that's intended to be like a totem of like um, a protection deity uh, that I like wove as we were walking. I was like picking up long blades of grass and like weaving this doll and now I'm carrying it at my hip. Is that something that our clan recognizes or is that from your Ooh. previous clan? I think that's a my clan thing. Okay. I don't I don't know if I don't know if uh your if our clan um would recognize the practice or even recognize the deity. What did you bring with you that endangers the queen? Mm. Wine. Wine. Mhm. Why does that endanger the queen? Because our clan does not moderate when we drink. And I brought it in celebration for the end of the journey. Mm -hmm. But because it's there, um, specifically the queen and I can't necessarily stop ourselves from drinking it. So, like, as hyenas are ought to do, we gorge. Yes. A hyena can eat... I think 25% of its body weight, maybe more. So that's a lot of alcohol. In one meal. Yeah, that's a lot of alcohol. Yeah, it's a lot of alcohol, and we consume it quickly and frequently. So once this cork pops, we ain't going to stop. Exactly. Okay. And it endangers the queen because she's inebriated, and so is one half of her crew. If we open do, are Do we open it? I don't know. Okay. But having it, it is it dangerous. Is dangerous. Okay. There's a false rumor about you and the queen back at the royal court. What is it? How did it start? I think I said that no one knows why I left my other clan. And I want to either retcon that or clarify. Maybe like some people, maybe like people say that I killed my last matriarch, but nobody knows for certain. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of treated just as the same, like just as, as much of a rumor as all the other rumors, right? But there's a subset of that rumor that the queen hired me to kill my matriarch because we were neighboring clans. We had territory in contention. And the rumor is that I was paid by the queen to kill my matriarch. Uh, This is not true. And in fact, one of the reasons that I love the queen is that I don't think she would ever do anything like that. Is that why you killed your last queen? I killed my last queen because someone else asked me to, but not this queen. The queen touched you once. What about the memory of that will stay with you forever? After a particularly difficult raid of a neighboring clan, we had lost some of our own clan. We were still successful, though, in our mission, and... Me and their survivors came back and... Oh, so you did the raiding? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did the raiding. With, I mean, with other people. Yeah, yeah. But our clan was the raiders, not the raided. Yes, correct. Yeah, we were the raiders. And when we came back 
she took my hand and like hugged it to her chest and she you know told us how grateful she was that we came back and that we had a successful raid and blah 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 but while she was going on the the speech that she gives my hand was touching her chest and that was the first and only time that the queen has ever done that and so it stayed with me how does the queen remind you of her status while on the journey i think in a few ways uh it's it's impossible to forget the queen's status she is the most finely dressed of us she wears the finest furs and leathers she has the she wears like beautiful gold necklaces and earrings i think because she is aside from the fact that she is beautiful and dressed beautifully she is also powerful and commanding and the commands she gives are stern and direct she is not a passive queen she is an active queen she tells us where to go how to move um when to move uh where we will sleep how we will sleep she is a true leader and not just a figurehead and for that reason we always are aware of her status the queen lights a fire in you what is it she is a true leader and she became a true leader through hard work and blood and sweat and earning it she has earned being our queen she hasn't it wasn't just something that happened to her she or she has earned it and she has a true passion for being a leader of our people and that passion spreads throughout our clan and has spread to me and i want to be and i have a skill set and i want to be the best at my with my skills so that i can match her passion and i can match her quality of person how does her favoritism fit into her leadership and her being a role model does it is that like do you consider that a flaw do you consider that a strength that you just hate personally like what how does how does that fit in i don't know that other people see it as favoritism i think other people see that the people that she trusts and she keeps close to her are people who have earned that spot and have earned the worthiness of that Mm -hmm. i see it as favoritism and i see it as a flaw as the only flaw in her leadership and in her greatness and in her power what makes the queen beautiful in your eyes uh the queen is ruthless but honorable i've said that it bothers me the rumor that the queen asked me to kill my matriarch It doesn't bother me the idea that the queen would have another matriarch killed. It bothers me that she would have it done so backhandedly. The queen is willing to do whatever needs to be done in order to protect her clan. And there is an honor in that, but she is not weak or forgiving. She is strong and her strength to me in combination with her honor like she she wields her strength honorably when others may wield it viciously 
what brings out the queen's cruelty? Because the queen uses her power in a way that no one can really disparage, right? Mm -hmm. When people do that, when people backstab, when people lie, when people sneak, when people manipulate, she almost becomes a beast. It is, there is, there is nothing that can save you from her because how dare you? If she can hold herself to this standard and she, with all this power, can still live a noble and appropriate way, then so can you. And if you can't, no one will save you. And no one is capable of it. Have you ever, can you think of a time where you saw her unleash this on someone? Yes. It doesn't happen often, but when it happens, it happened once when I was a child. A raider stole something that they weren't supposed to steal. And then someone someone from our clan saw them do it. And this person killed the member of our clan. And our queen was not about that. Like, not only did you steal something that you weren't supposed to steal, but you, to cover up your tracks. Oh, I see. The the thief murdered the witness. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry. To cover up your own tracks, you murdered another murdered a clan member, and so she blood eagled him. Whoa! <laughs> when I say cruel, I mean cruel. She blood eagled him. Uh, do you want to? I know what blood eagling is because I watched Vikings with you. Yes. Do you want to uh, to tell people what that is? So blood eagling is very cruel. The way that it was portrayed in Vikings, which is the definition that I'm going with, mm-hmm. is your hands are tied to posts so that your arms are spread out. Should we content content warning for violence for like the next 30 seconds? Yes. Go ahead. Um, so your arms are spread out and your back is cut open. Your skin is splayed out. Your ribs are broken outwards and your, I believe it's your, your lungs, lungs, are placed on top of of your shoulders so your ribs and your skin make it look like wings and then your lungs also add to this wing thing none of that is cut from you so it's possible for you to survive that portion and then you die from bleeding out not not because your lungs have moved but maybe because your lungs yeah i mean probably your lungs probably deflate yeah definitely collapse but you don't die immediately yeah it is a slow and painful death yep yeah that's pretty rough she can be very cruel with betrayal yeah that's legit yes oh god end of content warning (laughs) when did you know you would never forgive the queen and why i think that this this peace treaty that we are going to go forge is with the matriarch of my former clan. Didn't you kill her? Uh, The new matriarch Uh. of my former clan. My ex-lover who begged me to murder the matriarch for her. And I begged this queen not, I, I begged our queen not to forge a peace treaty with her for a multitude of reasons uh, because I don't trust this new matriarch. Uh, She left me to die. I don't trust how she will treat our queen now. And our queen put me in my place with a few small bites and scrapes and said that it was not my place to 
question her decision on what is best for our clan, and I will not forgive her for putting herself at risk in this way, and for recognizing my evil ex. You think of someone in this retinue as the queen's favorite. Who? What makes you think this? Obviously you. And because she has shown favoritism to you from the beginning. She has allowed you to sleep with her. She's allowed you... She has allowed you access to our clan. You are not from our clan. And she has allowed you access. And the rumors that I hear of you, she should not be anywhere near you. And it is inappropriate, and I don't like it. You have a personal connection to the land you are currently traveling through. What makes you want to stay, and why don't you? We are traveling through, like, the border territories of our two lands. And this was, uh, like, this this border territory is, like, officially owned by no one, but was it, but unofficially is, like, heavily used by my former clan. And this was my old hunting grounds. Um, And I have very fond memories of this place. And a part of me would love to stay and forge a place here. But there's nothing for me here. There is a part of you that does not want peace in this land. Why are you attached to the war? This war is how I make my livelihood. It's my skill set. I raid, I hunt. The war makes that much, much easier. In times of peace, you can't raid. Or you shouldn't raid. And the queen won't let me raid. If it will be times of peace, I won't be able to raid here. Especially here. And here is all the best hunting. And here is all of the best resources. Well, the closest best resources. And if we are... In times of peace, I will my skill set will not get used. And my skill set will be an I and I will not be useful to our queen. What do you do that pleases the queen on this journey? Uh, I think I would like you to answer this question. Yeah. I forgot you could do that. Yeah. Like, why are you giving this? <laughs> yeah, we haven't done that this game, but yeah, I, I, I wanna pass this one to you. I think we've established that the queen likes me. I wanna see what the queen likes about you. I think I make her laugh. Oh, I don't good. think she was expecting that. I don't think you were expecting that. I don't even think I was expecting that. But I think I make her laugh. You're funny. I was funny in that moment. Mm. I don't know that I am a funny person, Noel, but I was funny once, and the queen caught it, and she laughed. It was a good joke. Something about Noel's. When was the last time the queen showed you real kindness? Um, the queen let me eat before her after a hunt. Mm. And she played it off as if she had to, like, keep talking. Like, she had to talk to me. But we were, we were like, gathered around this, this hunt. And it's the queen's job to eat first until she is full. Um, and she was talking. And I think she, like, gestured to me. And she said, no, you go. I, have, I, I need to keep talking. This is, this is more important. Um, and I think I like looked at her confused and then she insisted, she no, go eat. And that's that damn favoritism. It's a little unheard of and it's a little surprising. It is a, it is a massive sign of, of goodwill and trust for her to let someone to, for anyone to let someone below their rank eat before them. 
Are you above me or below me in rank? So it's weird, right? The queen has made it the queen has made it weird because as a outsider, someone who's not born in the clan, I am at the bottom of the ranking. As someone who is like in the queen's den with her consorts, I would be at the top of the ranking. And there's no like clear there's no clear answer to what my ranking is because I am simultaneously at the very bottom and at the very top. Right. Is it one of those things like when you're in the queen's presence, we all treat you like you're at the top, but when she's not around, we treat you like you're at the bottom or? Yeah, I imagine I'm pretty much expected to show deference to everyone else. But when the queen's around, no one tests it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a real thing hyenas do. And it's really cool and interesting. Is it? Yeah. Like that hierarchy? Uh, yeah, they have like a very clear hierarchy and they will test your like they will test to make sure that you are obeying your hierarchy. And if you don't, you can get kicked out of the clan <gasps> because you're like a troublemaker, especially males. Like I actually probably messed up by making my character a woman because mm-hmm. male hyenas are more likely to be travelers. That's so interesting. Not that we're basing this off right real hyenas. Right. Yeah. I learned something today. So much. Hyenas are fascinating. They are. You saw the queen do something terrible to keep the retinue safe. What was it? Did you come to respect her more or less afterwards? I saw the queen pay off some bandits. Can I have a suggestion? Yes. Can they be Wemmicks? I wanted to pull Wemmicks in in some way. I don't know what those are. Wemmicks are another obscure... Dungeons and Dragons monster, there are lion centaurs. Oh, yes. Perfect. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Wemmix. I saw the queen pay off some Wemmix bandits. And the reason, one, the reason that that's terrible is because why why we can fight them Mm -hmm. and we can kill them. What is happening here? Also, we need to find out why they were attacking us. Or about to attack us, rather, because they didn't. They didn't attack us. Yeah. So we need to find out why they were attacking us. But I heard a noise in the middle of the night, woke up, and I saw her talking to them. And they were dressed, like, as thieves in the middle of the night, right? Um, I saw her talking to them. And then I saw her hand them a large bag of gold. Mm. And then off they went. And... Not only is that a sneaky thing to do, she mm-hmm. didn't wake anybody up. She, you know, tried to keep it a secret. Um, not only is that a, se- a sneaky thing to do, which is unlike her character, mm-hmm. it is not something that our clan would ever approve of. Yeah. And as to whether or not I respect her more, at the moment, I respect her less, but I have faith in her that there's a reason that was the choice she made. But until I know what that choice is, I don't know that I can respect her more. Interesting. So I think I respect her a little bit less. Like, respecting her the same amount is not an option. So I think I respect her a little bit less. Yeah, you want to believe. Right. And you're open to the idea that, like, there will be a reason. But until you find that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The queen is under attack. Do you defend her? Yes, I do. Can I ask how? So, well, all right. So let me ask you, who do you think attacks? Because I have an idea, but I'm wondering if you also have an idea. Like, is it the Wemmick Bandits? I was, that that was my only idea. I think it's either, it's so it's probably either the Wemmick Bandits 
or it's from my old clan. Mm-hmm. They're like raiders from my old clan attack us. And I'm kind of leaning towards raiders from our, my old clan. And I definitely defend her if that is the case. Are, are you leaning any sort of way? About whether or not I defend her? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or who attacks her. Oh, no. I'm not leaning one way. The only idea I had was the Wemmicks just because they just came into play. Because I also like the idea of the Wemmick come to defend us as well. They were like trailing behind us. Yeah. And when when the this clan's matriarch betrays us and her like raiders attack us, mm-hmm. the Wemmicks come to our defense. Yeah. That's why she was paying them off is because like they, they were like a secret like defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like um, that. I like that. And I certainly defend her from my barbarous former clan. Yeah. I defend her as well. And I think when I see the Wemmicks joining us, my efforts, which were already, like I wasn't holding anything back. I was already full. I was already fighting. But when I see them joining, I'm like, I like find a new energy. I get my second wind and I fight even harder and I survive while defending the queen who also survives. I think we all survive. I think we kick their asses and then we go back to our clan and we bo- both of us get everything we want in this. <laughs> finally, for the queen, we only had to X card like 10 cards. We have, a, I, I think we, like, you didn't want the war to end. Right. I didn't want the queen to trust my evil. Yeah, that's right. And Your our ex. queen isn't going to stand for this kind of nonsense. Our queen knew. That's why she paid off the Wemmick Bandits mm-hmm. to defense. Basically, now we have an excuse to, like, have an all-out, like, offensive. Yeah. And it's honorable. And it's cruel. Yes. Yes. Because those Wemmicks definitely continue to help. Oh, yeah, right? We make an alliance with, like, the local Wemmick pride. Yep. And, like, we'll, like, split up this clan's territory with them. Yep. (sighs) Mm Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yes. So good. So good. (laughs) Uh, i'm very into this this made me very happy i'm very glad yeah can i now that the game is over can i say what my my idea kind of was it formed as we were talking no no no. it formed as we were talking i didn't have the idea i didn't have it it wasn't full formed okay before it it formed while we were talking um the idea that formed while we were talking was that she paid the wemmicks to attack us and would have made it seem like the other matriarch had ordered them to oh. to the same end to the same end to so same that end. so that we could go to war so that we could um fight so that and we would have still had an alliance with the women uh, okay it would have it's the same end it's just going about it a slightly different way yeah yeah but that only came to me as we were talking about it so for the queen for the I, yeah that made me very happy i still hold that this game would be a fun driving game <laughs> i know you say every time we play well and then as we were playing it i wonder if this would be fun or rather i wonder how this would play if you played it sp- like speed style you take the card you look at it you have to answer within like a second of reading it mm. and you can only answer like in a sentence like no explanation just answer go answer go mm-hmm. answer go i wonder how that would work <laughs> It would be a very different game. It would be. It would be a very different game, but I wonder how that would go. So 
that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We really, we really hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer. If you didn't hear 50 minutes of silence, that is because Zach B. is very good at his job. And if you heard any delightful music, that's also because Zach B. is very good at his job. Oh, you're putting some pressure on Zach now. I know. <laughs> I know. But he can handle it. I know he can. Thanks, Zach B., for making this awesome. For the Queen is a game by Alex Roberts. It's produced by Evil Hat Productions. We also want to thank In Love with a Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. You can find In Love with a Ghost at inlovewiththeghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure that you are rating and subscribing to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever the cool kids get their podcasts from nowadays. Um, it really means a lot to us, and it really, really helps other people find us. And you know we're all about those those likes, baby. <laughs> yeah, and today we actually got a really kind review from Kevin Wilson of the uh, Curious Accounts of Crown's Grave podcast, who said... Heartpoint spins wonderful, vivid stories in many tabletop systems, but also gets across what it actually feels like to play them. Uh, there's laughter, pauses, and nervousness, but also brilliant moments, intensity, and inspired creativity. So thank you so much, Kevin. Uh, Kevin also, yeah, Kevin DMs uh, the Curious Accounts of Crown's Grave, which is a duet Dungeon World anthology podcast, which I have been binging this last week and really enjoyed. So I also highly recommend that show as well. Awesome. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. I am always on the Twitter and would love to talk with you. I am never on the Twitter, except for the few times i am on the twitter so look out for that you got to be ready they just <laughs> jump out at you so you have to be ready you have to be looking for them and you have to pounce on them when it happens we want to say a very special thank you to our patrons for allowing us to keep this show going if you would like to become a patron of the show you can find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod you can directly support the show and help us maintain it and better it every week while getting cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly campfire pod, and some other great things, K-drama stuff included. Each dollar makes a huge, huge difference. Thank you all again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world that you continue to have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice